Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five fits for KJ Jefferson. This is a, an intriguing portal player in that, you know, um, his successes and failures might not like it. You know, it's uh, he's a little bit erratic, but he's really, really talented. He's got a ton of stats. He's got a ton of starting experience. And uh, in the right system, uh, you could probably get a lot out of him. And clearly that was not what was going on at Arkansas this year is everything was all bad. And they, they've moved on. Taylor Green is going to be their starter uh, with Bobby Petrino as the off to coordinator this year. KJ's off to the transfer portal. But an intriguing prospect because this is a dude who has a ton of athleticism. Um We'll call him, for intents and purposes, Cam Newton light right now because he's big and strong like Cam Newton is. He's a big arm, athletic, but um, obviously... You're meaning light as in talent level compared yeah, I mean, not like, size. This is not yeah. like... If you were... He's a dude. Yeah, he's like the... Right now, he's the... Um, you know, remember they had the, the papers in triplicate? Like, he's the copy in the middle. <laughs> you know, it's still a copy, but it's not the same thing exactly. So, number five. For KJ Jefferson, Louisville. Uh, I think this would be a great fit in Jeff Brom's system. He brings some athleticism. And I know that Tyler Shuck is already there, but as we talked about with Tyler Shuck, are you really going to push all your chips into the middle of the table and that guy playing 12 games? I mean, he he never has. So you either have to be happy with some of the freshmen or younger players that you have behind him right now at Louisville, or you have to bring in another quarterback to compete with him and see what happens. And I just think that Brahm is a good enough coach to where uh, he could bring them both in. It would not be a thing. And I think that uh, given Louisville's, you know, full-on dive into the portal that we talked about yesterday. They've been doing uh, one of the better jobs. I think K.J. Jefferson in the ACC at Louisville could be really good. Yeah, I mean, they – Won ten games despite Jack Plummer being just a pretty okay quarterback. I mean, mm-hmm. he was he was nothing. No disrespect, but he was nothing like special. You know, he wasn't like the reason why they were ten and two. And so they can afford to get better there, but they've got a nice base with the fact that they had uh, such a great year there with uh, Jeff Brom uh, right out of the gates, and especially coming off of who you have had there recently, a quarterback at Louisville. You had Malik Cunningham, you had Lamar, uh, Lamar Jackson prior to that, but. Um, yeah, he's he's a guy who, um, with um, his skill set, I think could go in there and be really productive and, and be a definite upgrade for them from what they had last year. Now, all the rest of the pieces around that that helped ten and two, I don't know if like that's all going to be this you know close to the same. Um, but uh, certainly at quarterback, they can get better. And uh, what a fun coach to play for and a fun mm-hmm. offense to play in. So yeah, that seems like it would be a, an interesting opportunity. Number four. 
South Carolina. Look, his running back already went there. Uh, they're going to need a quarterback. Uh, he can stay in the SEC. Um, you know, Shane Beamer's had, you know, I thought it was, it was all, I mean, the Spencer Rattler experiment went okay. Um, I think the, the KJ Jefferson experiment could go well. And look, he would start, he would go in and start there and stay in the SEC. Rocket Sanders is already there. I do think that Shane Beamer will eventually have the Gamecocks on, on the rise based on their history. But this has been a team that's, that's the also ran of also rans in the, in the SEC. But if he wants to stay in the league, I think this is the best option there. Well, I mean, he, they, they're probably the favorites uh, because of the fact that he's a former um, tight ends coach uh, there with the Razorbacks, is now the OC at South Carolina and, and Dow Logging. So um, that's a tie-in right there, part of the reason why they're considered favorites. I think also the fit with their offense uh, makes sense for a guy like Jefferson. And uh, he's a dual threat. You know, he's a dual threat who I think with uh, their style could uh, definitely get the uh, most out of his uh, legs and, and also be able to throw a little bit as well. But, uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of smoke with South Carolina and K.J. Jefferson. And, uh, you know, Spencer Rattler, that was that was fine, right? That was that was okay. I, I just think, like, when you're, when you're as hyped up as he was, you've got to, like, go win the natty or make the playoff to live up to that. Yeah. And when you've had your Netflix show and all that kind of stuff before you've even taken a snap um, on campus and just all of the stuff with Oklahoma and kind of how all that went – um, it's a weird college career for him. I'm glad that he was, you know, able to end it on a relatively, uh, you know, solid note. But I'm very curious what his NFL prospects are because of the fact that dude's got talent. But I don't know that he's like viewed as the top quarterback in this upcoming draft, right? So I'm curious about that just because of uh, of all the hype that we've heard for so long about Spencer Rattler. But anyways, yeah, KJ Jefferson in South Carolina uh, would make a lot of sense. Yep, number three. Miami. Why Miami? They're in on everybody. Uh, Garrett compared him to The Bachelor right now. They're just handing out oh. roses to whoever's going to take them. Uh, yeah. and I thought you could only do one. <laughs> well, at the end, you only have one. Yeah. But right now, they're handing out roses to get to the one. And, you know... Um, you know, they, they, they tried a night in the fantasy suite, I guess, with Cam Ward this last week, and we'll see. It's amazing that I know these things now because I'm married and I never watched The Bachelor before, but I get these things now. I understand them. You get roses? I know. I get, you uh, get, the, I get the Bachelor message. references. Yeah. I understand it. Garrett, the same thing. He's married. He, he understands The Bachelor. It's it's not something I wanted in my life, but it's something that happened. Is it must-see TV for It's you? not. It's okay. absolutely not. Okay. Um, and it's it's hosted by Jesse Palmer. Uh, but uh, now. Uh, he should be the Bachelor one year. He was the Bachelor. That's why he's. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's That's how married. much I watch yeah, it. He was. Pop culture timeout for Smokey here. Let's, let's, let's go on. Have, really? you guys, have you guys heard of I this thing called the internet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but Miami, look, I think Shannon Dawson's offense calls for a, a physical, big physical quarterback. They've got. A, a, an improved offensive line. They've got improved skill position players. They are better than they were. I think, you know, they're getting dogged a little bit, Miami, because of, you know, some some coaching decisions and the way things kind of ended out this year and the way that Tyler Van Dyke regressed. But I do think that it would be a good fit, and I do think that they will be better, and they are trying desperately to get any portal quarterback they can. And if they wind up with K.J. Jefferson, I know he not, would not be their first choice, but he would not be the worst thing that would happen to them. He's better than any anybody that they've had in quite a while yeah I mean it'd be a fine fallback plan but he's also not their second choice he may not yeah. even have been their third choice yeah. like what choice is he I guess you take what you can get but I think they're much bigger fish uh they're, they're fishing for much bigger fish right now yeah um and that's pretty obvious and it's been 
very public. So, yeah, I think this would have to come down to them striking out or just something clicking behind the scenes that we're unaware of at the moment that would, would make them uh, go grab Jefferson, besides obviously missing out on a Cam Ward or a DJU. But, yeah, they seem to have more options um, on the precipice of committing than than might take them down this road of needing to go get a K.J. Jefferson. But, yeah, they certainly need a quarterback, so they're they're going to be mentioned with every quarterback that's out there until they've got their guy. Yep. Number two, TCU. Look, he knows the offense already because Kendall Browse is there, and they um, need some competition for Josh Hoover. In fact, he would give Josh Hoover maybe a little bit more time. I know that – I would hope he'd beat out Josh, Josh Hoover, Hoover yeah, and play so, over him. Yeah, yeah he'd, he'd probably – uh, beat out Josh Hoover. This would be maybe somebody who's more akin to Max Duggan in the, you know, just run and knock, knock people over thing when, when everything goes bad. Um, and again, uh, he knows Kendall Bryles. So uh, that could be a fit there. And they, they certainly need to upgrade that position uh, at TCU because it, it did not go the way they wanted it to go this year. I mean, yeah, Chandler Morris in the portal. At least they can just turn the page there and kind of that's, that's what it is now. Um, not sure what his options will be. But uh, Josh Hoover showed some good things. He also had some bad moments that a young quarterback's going to have. I don't know that he's quite ready for where TC wants to be right now, right? I think that they do need a, a stop. Get, I think they need a bridge to Josh Hoover to allow him to, you know, uh, still be able to play and things like that. But I, I just don't know if it's his time right now. And so, yes, with the Kendall Bryles background, um, I think that K.J. Jefferson would make a lot of sense. TCU's attacking the portal very, very hard. Um, it's clear that they're they're all in on trying to get back to where they were a couple years ago as opposed to not even making a bowl game after a national championship appearance. I mean, you lose talent, but that's pretty crazy that you, you don't even make a bowl game after a natty run. Um, that's I don't know how often that's even happened. Um, but um, they're, they're obviously trying to get back to, to more of two years ago, and to do that, they're going to need better play at quarterback. And for the reasons you mentioned, particularly Kendall Browse, uh, that would be a, a really good selection for them. And number one. UCF. Why do I say UCF? One, they need one. Two, their coach is Gus Malzahn. And Gus Malzahn was the offensive coordinator when who, that I mentioned earlier, was the quarterback at Auburn. That would be Cam Newton. Uh, Oh, that would be Cam Newton. So, if you are going to be Cam Newton light, why don't you go where the original uh, coach is? And a system that really works out for your skill set. I think UCF and KJ Jefferson make so much sense. I think that is, to me, the absolute best situation for him because of Gus Malzahn and what they do in that offense. Now, will that happen? Who knows? But I really do think that the Knights here uh, have a shot um, at making a, a good pitch to him based on Gus Malzahn's quarterback history and what K.J. Jefferson can do. Will it happen? I don't know, but I think this is by far the best fit for K.J. Jefferson. Maybe, and and because of the fact that he's dealt with him, a, a player that size before, quarterback, same talent, no, but at least understands maybe what he could do with him. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's Gus Malzahn. I think that's a, a good pitch to a lot of quarterbacks or offensive players out there, and there's certainly a, a vacancy after John Rice Plumley. Uh, leaving so I know they had a quarterback in the 25 class that reclassified but I mean that's not the same I mean, that's that's nothing that's going to stop it's not like he was the number one ranked overall quarterback mm-hmm. so that would be you know a young guy that you also have at your disposal that maybe you weren't necessarily expecting but I mean in terms of a starter yeah KJ Jefferson would make a ton of sense for them 
Um, and, you know, to have the, the young guys be able to have the ability to, to grow up uh, behind him. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you, you laid it out there, but uh, certainly they need a guy, um, and that would be a, a nice landing spot for him uh, here in the Big 12. So I, I could see that, but, man, he's going to have a lot of uh, offers that would appear to stay in the SEC potentially, um, and who knows what else is, is out there in terms of the offers, but I'm sure that he's getting a lot of phone calls already, and I'm sure that one of them's probably from Orlando, and so we'll see what comes of that. Uh, has some transfer portal news. Uh, A&M has actually had a player withdraw. From the transfer portal, and that is... Walk-on kicker. Uh, no, true freshman All-American Chase Besantis, an offensive lineman, okay. a really good one, uh, is going back uh, well, to college Well, they have extra station. money available now. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, so, you know, you, you can balance the bad or the good. Um, you know, uh, look, and no offense to Evan Stewart, but wide receivers are easier to find that can be productive than offensive linemen nowadays. So. Well, Quite frankly, they spend a lot of time, a lot of media, a lot of talking on guys who are all in the portal and uh, are moving on. And so maybe it's good to just get some offensive linemen to just recommit and yeah. just to start building this thing out for Mike Elko and, and not worry so much about the flash, although you're going to need some of that as well. But, yeah, you take what you can get, especially when they've had what seems like a pretty big exodus. And, um, yeah, good good for the Aggies there. There's a lot of a lot of different moves going on, and tomorrow will be interesting with the signing day to kind of get some clarity on – uh, some of these at least rumored about uh, storylines with the high school prospects and some JUCOs as well. But that'll be a big chapter that closes tomorrow. So looking forward the to that. The way we cover National Signing Day changes because there's two also changes because, I mean, we've talked a lot about them. But we'll be there and we'll discuss it. There'll be some transfer portal news or maybe that's a truce when it comes to transfer portal news on a National Signing Day. Barry Moore. Guys, how about this one? Greetings from Australia. Good day. Thanks for your great show, guys. Try to catch it every day for my college football fix. That is absolutely well, awesome. Good day, Barry. Barry, thank you very uh, much. Yeah, uh, appreciate you, Barry, and uh, thanks for watching, listening, and uh, hope to hear from you again. But uh, yes, thanks for the greetings from down under. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, so there we are. Thank you, all, all of you. Uh, that have been a part of the show in any way possible, whether you watch us, you listen to us, the Sikkim 365 app, in the, the uh, chat room, and also the text line that's always open to. Yeah, I just uh, mentioned this on occasion, but if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. Please hit that like button. We don't bang it over your head, that request, but uh, on occasion, it's a solid that you can do for us as we bring you college football and a few other things coverage-wise five days a week. We are going to have time off next week, and I know you're going to be asking for guests later. Keep in mind that all these bowl games, we're not going to be around for those. So if you want to get guests and whatnot, like there's there's a lot of games coming up we're not going to be I around for. I know Utah, for. UCF, I mean, and We're going to come others. back, and it's going to be like the playoff. <laughs> so uh, I, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to have to cover that uh, pretty thoroughly these next three days. But, yeah, if you hit that subscribe button, that like button, we would appreciate that. All right, we'll be back again tomorrow. Paul's triple option, one until two. This show, back tomorrow, three until six central. Thanks to our amazing group of sponsors. Every day they are a reason we're here. And, of course, keeping up what you hope uh, are, are the news and stories and opinions from you and us when it comes to college football. Don't forget tonight at 1030 on the CW at 365 Sports Tonight, presented by GXG at BaylorBears.com forward slash GXG, the current and future support of Baylor student-athletes. I'm David Smoke for Craig Smoke and Paul Catalina. Garrett Ross, have a great night. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.